The dinking, smashing, third shot, dropping, got pickleball fever, and it's not stopping, it's pickle and nicker. Pickle and nicker. Pickle and nickel, alright. It is Pickle with Mickle, the interview series. Today, I am joined on the court by Michael Lloyd, Pickle Pro, who will play a stacked tournament schedule in 2024. He's out at the PPA Masters. It is Friday. We're all working towards the weekend. Zero. Zero. Start. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. How's it going? Hey, it's good, man. How are you? Good, man. Where are you at? Uh, so I'm still out here in Palm Springs. Nice. Uh, with my host family and then I'll be heading out like later today to get back to Phoenix for a little bit. Pop through Phoenix on the way back to Austin. Uh, I actually won't be back in Austin until March. So I'm going to be kind of on the road from tournament to tournament. My next one is the Punta Gorda APP. So I'll stay nice for a little bit, train out there with the guys. And then uh, I think I fly out Tuesday morning. That is incredible. So we are out in Palm Desert. We played in the Masters Tournament. I am here with Michael Lloyd, pro pickleball player. Now, that's incredible to me. So you're going to go from here, stop in Phoenix, head out to Florida. Where do you train down there? Uh, Out in Florida? Yeah, when you're down there for the Punta Gorda Tournament, the APP Tournament, your next tournament. Yeah, I'll just like get with my partners kind of a couple days before, like at the event. So I'll be staying like at the venue and everything or near the venue at least. And yeah, just getting reps. Um, like I said, for these first couple months, like I, I'm just going to be going tournament to tournament. So it's like just kind of trying to find whoever's in the different areas that I'll be in. Obviously now, like a lot of us have connections. We've all been like traveling a good bit and know each other. So just right. about kind of like piecing together those those practices and um, continuing to like get the reps and get better while you're on the road. Because you got to keep those tournament legs fresh. It's a lot different from when you're just bouncing around for the people up at the orchard on Arizona drive night and stuff like that. But let's go back and, and talk a little bit about what you just mentioned. And you're staying with the host family out there. I think this is great for people to understand kind of the life of a pro. When you're traveling around for these tournaments, Michael, is that how you do it? Do you have those type of connections, host families that you can stay with? Are there hotels involved? Yeah, I think like it obviously depends on like what area I'm in. But Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the touring pros, like even some of like, you know, the top 10 pros, like we we try to keep the cost down. And um, one of the best ways to do that is like stay with like different pickleball host families in the areas like through either connections that you've already made by just meeting people, or sometimes people are just willing to open up, you know, their homes um, and really kind of take you in for the week, which is, which is always great. Um, If, if that's not the case, then a lot of times you'll see uh, a group of guys like get together, like either do a hotel or an Airbnb um, just to try to, you know, make it work and keep, keep the cost down as much as possible. Right on. That's awesome. All right. So let's take the top right off it. First tournament of the year out there in Palm Desert, the Masters. Are we satisfied with our result? Um, definitely not satisfied with the result. Uh, you know, had some some opportunities to to get some big wins. And we, we did have a couple of different wins with me and my partners and things like that. But I think it's um, 
kind of this balance between like happy with the progress, not satisfied with the end result. Um, I think I'm definitely somebody like, like, you know, many of my friends like out in Arizona and stuff like that, that are um, kind of trying to get over that hump and pushing towards that next step. And it's, it's good to see the growth, but you still, uh, you know, you still want to get those big wins. And I think it's now at the point where uh, maybe, maybe a couple months ago, I would have been happy just to like take people, you know, to three and get it close. But now, now I want to make sure that I'm getting um, that win there in the end. Absolutely, man. I mean, <clears throat> I can hear it a little bit in the voice, frustrated, a little disappointment, but I'll pump you up, man. I mean, round of 16, that match with you and PK against the tweener and Arnold was pretty tough. I, th I mean, 12-10, 12-10, forget about the one in the middle. But like you said, it's about getting over that hump, getting to the next level, getting into championship weekend, Michael, which I think this year we're going to see you there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely, you know, one of my goals for 2024 is to, to be playing on Sunday, whether it's PPA or APP and, um, you know, kind of make uh, those big strides. How will you spread the time between the tours? Have you decided that? I mean, you, you typically you do more APP? Um, so last year I played a majority of PPA um, that had a lot to do really with just a, a lot of the PPAs being uh, out on the West Coast and me being in Arizona and it just making more sense financially. A little easier. Uh, yeah, this year I want to try to get a good split of both. So the aim is okay. to do 12 APPs and 12 PPAs. Nice. Um, and, you know, really That's make sure 24 that I'm kind of a splash. To yeah. you and me people out there. You know, it's 9 o'clock here in the desert. It's 8 o'clock out there where Michael is. And if you're on the East Coast or anywhere overseas, because, Michael, this is an internationally listened to podcast, it's later in the day. But that's 24 tournaments that Michael's going to be getting to traveling to, to make it happen this year, folks, that's a commitment that takes some effort. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, both, you know, financially time-wise, and then of course, like, you know, taking care of your body as well. And, um, oh, we're going to really, get to that. Really, yeah. Really, really want to make sure that I'm giving myself the best opportunity to, to really make a career out of this. And so, um, this is my first full year of playing full-time pickleball. And so I wanted to, you know, kind of, kind of dive in with all that I got. Okay, so let me pump the brakes on that right now. You played last year. You've been playing, but this is going to be a full, true year dedicated to, like you said, 24 tournaments. Now pickleball is going to be it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did have a job um, last year in 2023, at least like a I did for know, a traditional while corporate job and everything like that and left that in September to pursue full-time pickleball. And I think last year in 2023, I was playing like, you know, one, maybe two tournaments a month if I was lucky. And now it's, you know, like I said, at least you know, two tournaments a month, sometimes a little bit more, um, depending on, you know, where I'm at in the year. Very cool. And traveling is typically a combination. I mean, if you're going across the country, you got to get on a plane. Other than that, will you be driving it? How you do it? Yeah, I mean, it's mainly flights. Um, obviously, if, if it's within driving distance, I'll do that or if it makes sense for me. Um, How many points so are like, in that NetJets account? Man, the, the Southwest <laughs> account's getting up there. So hopefully, uh, you know, I get to be, you know, using those Pretty points. Pretty soon you guys are going to be like the golfers, man. You guys are going to be hobnobbing on NetJets from tournament to tournament. I can see it coming, man. Pickleball's coming around. It's coming. I'd, I'd love if that were the case, you know. Did you watch any of that? Uh, do you play golf at all? No, terrible, uh, terrible golfer. Did you watch any of that Netflix thing they had about the golfers? And they, uh, they were trying to 
trying to make you want to suffer along with the pro golfer as they all climb onto their private jets after tournaments and start drinking beers and talking about, man, I wish you could have made the cut. Ah." (laughs) No, no, I didn't watch any of it. I thought it was kind of funny. With with your partnerships, you played with PK and Brooke out there. Do you will those change tournament to tournament? How do you try to maintain that, or would you like to maintain some consistency there? Maybe not this year, but as you move forward year to year. Yeah, I mean, eventually, you know, I'd like to. I, I think we all would like a lot of the top pros are doing just have like that consistency as as long as it makes sense. Um, for me, this year with uh, with mixed, I'll be playing with Brooke for the first like three months of the year, so we've got that locked in. We're playing all the tournaments together. Um, so that'll be nice to kind of like just dial it in and grow together. We've got like really good energy and I think our, our games match up really well. And she compliments me and I compliment her. So that's really good. Um, with the men's is a little bit harder. Guys are a little bit more all over the place. And especially with like some guys being, you know, on one tour or the other, at least wanting to stay playing on one tour or the other, I kind of had to piece together a schedule with, uh, with some different players, but really lucky with the guys that I'm able to kind of schedule out for the first part of the year. I think I have PK for a couple. I've got Ryler DeHart for a couple, uh, Augie for, for drop the names. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And then I've got, um, when are you and Augie playing out here? Brandon Lane as well. Uh, Augie and I are playing, uh, together in the Hawaii tournament sponsored by Jigsaw in the, in the middle of actually, towards the end of January. So that'll be a really cool event to do together. And then uh, we're still talking about doing some other ones as well. So we'll see what lines up or not. Him and Craig are playing well together. So I know if like, if they're running that, then of course, those are both of my guys. I want to see them do well. And, um, you know, you don't want to step on anyone's toes if, if, if that's working for them. And so they, they made a big run in Masters as well. Their games complement each other really well. And so uh, I could definitely see them kind of, you know, continue to grow together as well. That's so cool. And you mentioned that it's, you know, it's such a, it's, it's such a close knit and also it's competition, right? Like you said, you want to win, but you guys are getting to know each other out there, guys, gals, ladies, boys, men, whatever we need to call it now, professional pickleball players. And cause I see it and I see that close knit. Like I saw you there at the center court pickleball thing. We're all out there freezing. Now you got to come correct. You had to be a little cold that morning out there at the center court, Mike, come on. Oh, for sure. All right. I'm, uh, I'm used to the Arizona heat now. So like anytime it's like below 60 degrees, I'm, I'm freezing my butt off. Yeah. It was Arizona chilly out there that morning for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and it, it was cold out here in the desert as well. So I'm, I've been, uh, just been a baby about it, but <laughs> suffering through, you trust know. me, a huge baby. I moved here from Montana. It took one summer, thin my blood out. I go home to North Carolina and I'm looking to bundle up for crying out loud. Now, <laughs> The, the weather, you know, maybe a little factor, a little chilly. I know it's been windy here. Was there much wind out there? Was that a factor at all during the tournament? Because wind and pickleball, they don't mix so well. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I actually, I love wind. Like okay. I, I grew up like playing tennis. I f- like first started playing tennis really in like Corpus Christi, Texas, which is super windy. Yes. And I guess I just kind of brought that over to pickleball and, and I love me some wind. <laughs> but uh, it really wasn't too bad. It was, it was a little windy. Um, nothing crazy. I think uh, by the time that I was playing, which was around like, you know, 545 at night last night, um, it, it wasn't too bad. It was just, it was cold. The ball was playing fast, okay. uh, which honestly kind of benefited, you know, PK and I and our style. And we were able to mm-hmm. get some free points here and there with, with the drive and crash and, you know, attacking and speeding up from the kitchen line. But uh, it wasn't anything like crazy. There's still tons of long thinking rallies, but, it, it, you know, it was definitely cold. 
Speaking of the balls, we got to talk about that. What say you about that new Vulcan ball? Uh, it's, it's kind of tough, honestly, because the Vulcan ball, um, it's different. I didn't really have a lot of reps with it going into the tournament, as as many of us they did. really, really didn't. I, I think a lot of the PPA and some of the MLP players had had uh, access to the balls a little bit earlier than us. So fortunately, I, I was able to hit with a couple of those guys like like Julian Thomas and Deckel who had them um out in austin and was able to get a couple reps with them but it's it's kind of tough i i I don't really have like a solid consensus on it yet um it's also tough because like we only played with it um a game at a time so you don't really get to see what it plays like over the long haul because we were switching out every single game at the tournament with a new one Um, oh yeah and for me i don't really like a new ball of anything you know i like it so like up. we yeah. me and you we play we win 11 8 new ball new ball new ball okay. every game all right yeah and so that was like something that you kind of had to remind yourself and it was like definitely like a, a feeling out period for the first couple of points of every game not so much like um it was affecting anything because obviously they're getting used to the ball as well um but yeah I, i'm definitely curious to like now I've got some my, myself and I'm curious to hit them a little bit more as they age and everything like that. It's definitely a faster ball, I would say. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I would say it's faster than a Dura, but it's definitely in that realm. Um, and I think like a lot of people were being more aggressive with the ball and it, that, that of course could also just be due to, um, uh, you know, the weather with it being colder and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing for sure is like, it's a very visible ball, which I think we all appreciated. The color, um, yeah, the color is like bright green. Uh, yeah, it's like even needed. more neon than the other yeah. ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is needed because some of the courts at Masters, like honestly, there were, there are some bad lighting situations and things like that. So that was nice. But other than that, like I think we'll still kind of figure it out. Like I guess the consensus of it, it'll be interesting for me going back and forth between the two tours using right two different balls and like having to adjust my game, um, not only with the ball but also the different rules as well. Uh, well, and I think so, yeah. you just brought up an interesting point that maybe Michael sometimes now, do you like Michael, Mike? Cause I called you Mike. I don't want to get, I want to get on the wrong side uh, of you, buddy. No, anything, you know, as All long right. as you're not cussing at me, it'll be okay. No, we're not going to go there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll save that good. for the court. You'll be cussing yeah. at me. Like what, what do you do, man? I brought you out here to play some pickleball. All you can do is put it in the net. Come on. No, but, uh, you brought up an interesting point and that's about the lighting, whether you're outdoors or even indoors sometime. Picking up the ball, it, it can be difficult. And people w- would say, what are you talking about? It's green or I've seen orange balls. Trust me, they can get in funny positions in lighting, especially with sunlight. And, and it makes it a little difficult. So it was interesting to hear you make that comment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, for for me, it wasn't really too big of a deal. But like I know a lot of other people were complaining about it. We had one match that we played on one of the outside courts where uh, it was a men's doubles. And definitely our opponents were like definitely struggling to see the ball. And um you know, luckily for me, I got 2020 and it wasn't too bad, but, nice. um, yeah, I think it was definitely a factor that, you know, you heard rumblings of different pros complaining about it, not wanting to end up on a certain cord. And, um, you know, it, it uh, it was just a, definitely a thing that was talked about this tournament. And that's 2020 non-corrected? Non-corrected. So. That's awesome, man. I had that for a while and now no way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. I'm sure it won't be around for forever. All right, so let me talk about the big pickle on the court, <clears throat> and that was the debut of Ms. Bouchard. A lot of she's getting ripped heavy, man. I mean, what 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 say you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely got ripped into. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think 
it's tough. Like she's just getting into the sport. I know a lot of people are like extremely um, critical of her uh, just from the jump. And right. I think, uh, you know, it's a little unfair. There's been tons of pros that like have now developed that honestly probably like jumped in like really, really soon and like got a lot of flack. And now all of a sudden you see them, um, you know, regularly competing on the tour. So I, I would say, you know, she just needs time. She'll figure it right. out. Um, you know, I will say that everybody was on her court, like regardless of what event she was playing right away, even if there was like super interesting matchups, like on the outside courts, everybody was watching her every single time. So I think it's good for the sport. I think it right. shows, um, you know, that, you know, it, it does take development. It's not just a direct one-to-one transition from tennis into pickleball. Um, but, you know, I think she has good attitude about it, is looking to have fun and enjoy a new challenge. So I, I think we all kind of, you know, welcome that. I think we can all relate to our first time playing and not really having it all figured out. I know I definitely can. And uh, if she sticks to it, she'll, she's got the talent to figure it out, you know. I think that's a great way that you put that. And uh, again, the for eyes on the sport, growth on the sport, like you said, people are there watching Eh, she'll get the game coming around, but it does take some time. You can't just walk out there and think you're going to dominate. And I tell you what, first tournament of 24, we're not going to see Ben Johns walk out of there with a triple crown. And so I think it's awesome. We're going to see, you know, just more infusion of talent. You're keeping working on your game. Of course, I'm always going to be watching you to see how you do. But now that we got the current events out of the way, let's have some fun. Let's talk about you. This is Michael Lloyd, pro pickleball player out there in Palm Desert played at the Masters through the round of 16 with his doubles partner PK. What's Brooks' last name? Uh, Revuelta. That one played mixed with Brooke. I'm just going to go Brooke because I don't know if I can get that out the right way and I don't want to offend her. And did you play singles? <laughs> yeah, I played singles. I uh, was in the main draw of singles and lost uh, my first round matchup in, in three. Who'd you play? Uh, one of the Alahani brothers, Mota. Okay. Are you going to continue to play singles? You like to play singles. Yeah. Yeah. I like all three events. Um, you know, I think they're all like a little different and I enjoy the challenge of all three and, um, just like to compete. And I think the other thing is like when you're playing all three, it just like helps you get, um, you know, even more reps, even if they're different, different events, I feel like, you know, my, my singles and my mixed helps my men's doubles and, you know, vice versa. And so for me, I'm, I'm looking to catch up on reps anyway, because I know I got into this a little bit later than a lot of these pros did. And so that's kind of the fastest way to, to catch up is just more time on court and, and those high stress situations. Give me a little run through of a Michael Lloyd practice. Yeah. So I think it, it changes um, kind of depending on, uh, you know, where I'm at in my game and what I'm looking at right now. Honestly, I'm spending a lot of time um working on on the dinks and the cross court patterns and really staying on on my guy and staying in my matchup um so that's that's where i'm starting a lot of my practices is just like um doing a, a variety of different like dinking drills for me right now I, I like to do a lot of like consistency rhythm based drills so i'll i'll go ahead and dink from literally every single part of the kitchen where like i'm straight up in one part of the court and then i'm cross court like forehand to forehand and then i'm cross court and that same right to right pattern, but then I'm going forehand to my drilling partners inside backhand. And so just going around and getting nice. consistent reps all the way through. And then after that, we'll normally do a little bit more like competition base where we'll play to seven, win by one and just compete in the different parts of the court. Everything's allowed, but you have to stay in your half court. Um, so that's like a big focus for me right now is trying to win those kitchen battles, I think, early on 
in my career, I was known as somebody that was like really aggressive and would bail out on a speed up here or there. And now I'm really trying to be um, more well-rounded and have uh, the complete kitchen game to be able to attack people um, off the bounce, but also just like moving them around, setting up the shot a little bit more and, and going from there. Um, but yeah, that, that's one area that I'm really trying to focus on. I think the next is definitely like my transition game. I'm just trying to really be solid and know that I can make fifths uh, to kind of help me if I, I've, I've hit a higher third or if my partner's hit a higher third and make sure that we're still considerably get, consistently getting to the kitchen line. But yeah, those are the two main things that I'm definitely working on. And a lot of my, my, my practices center around those, those two concepts. So whether it's like, again, more rhythm based stuff in the transition zone where I'm just hitting, you know, reset after reset out of the air, off, off the bounce. And then, um, I'll go into like different competitive games that I have to kind of, um, make it more, uh, game like. Yeah, no, that's, that is great stuff. And that's going to help for a lot of people who listen to this show, who aren't pros, who are coming along. Remember everybody out there wants to bang it speed it up there's a lot to be said for tactical being a tactician learning some of those angles up at the kitchen and and waiting for the moment right yeah. i mean well, it can be a game of strategy and execution versus just everybody thinks they're gonna smash the hell out of the ball and i mean that's but you were a tennis convert you played collegiately when well and you also have an nba i saw congratulations but thank you when was the shift to pickleball um, so I found pickleball in the, uh, and like kind of during the pandemic 2020, um, I was still playing college in tennis. So I needed, um, two more years left before, like I finished my master's and was done with my eligibility. So I found it in 2020, um, was playing pickleball, like very sporadically. Like sometimes I would get to play like once a month or something like that in between 2020 and 2022. And then I graduated with my MBA in the spring of 2022, um, was working uh, forehead actually for a little bit. And then uh, I started playing, I'd say seriously in the summer of 2022 and played my first tournament in October of that year. Wow. And here we are, January 24, playing out in the Masters, a full pro tour schedule for Michael Lloyd. And you've got some other sponsorships we're going to get to. And I mean, 2024, it's a big year for you. You fled the desert. You're down there in Austin, not immediately, but are you getting settled in? Yeah. Yeah. So I spent like three weeks out in Austin, um, kind of like, you know, during the off season, I guess you would say we don't really have too much of an off season in pickleball. Um, but yeah, I moved out there, got kind of settled in, started to get, you know, into the different groups. Like there's uh, so many good pros out there. And so like, you know, Thomas and the Johnson boys and now Vivian David are all like down south in New Bronzeville. Um, Deckel and J Julian Arnold are also there in the middle of Austin. Um, tons of other guys like, you know, Carlos uh, Delora, Zane Navratil, Johnson Cola, Stefano Byrne. Like the list goes on and on and on. There's so Just many good pros out there. Scene down there. Yeah. And so that was like a big piece for me, like wanting to move out there is just like get those like crazy good reps. Like we've got obviously great pickleball in Arizona as well. But I think for me to kind of take that next step, I, I really wanted to challenge myself. And um, I think by the time that I left Arizona, I was like one of the, one of the top guys in there with like, you know, Augie, Craig and Pesa. And I, uh, I wanted to, to really challenge myself and go to a place where instead of being the top dog. Now I'm somewhere more in the middle of the pack and, you know, I'm a small fish in a big pond again, which for me is exciting. I, I always want to be around people that 
can challenge me and I can grow from and learn from. And, you know, it's funny. I, I obviously I played Julian um, last night, lost to him in a, a tough match. But I think a lot of the reason why that happened is because I was, you know, training with Julian two weeks ago and talking to him about his game. And, you know, he and I have a very similar style. There's a lot of things that I can learn from him and I've already kind of started to pick up from him just in, in you know, talking with him, playing with him. And um, I think there's a, a lot more that I can learn uh, being around those guys and going to try to do. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Is there a similar kind of league down there? And there, there must be down in Austin, like that you were playing in up here like Arizona Pickleball League? I mean, that thing, that's a blast. You're a Peoria Python. Have you seen or sniffed anything out like that? So I, I heard there's maybe something in the rumblings, so we'll see if it, it comes to fruition. But um, a lot of those guys are all, like, uh, you know, signed with, like, MLP or PPA, so I'm not sure True. if they're allowed to do those things. But then there's tons of other guys that are um, in similar rankings as I am, and I'm sure they could put together something, you know, if 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 uh, – if they really wanted to, and it'd be great. You know, Austin's just starving for pickleball, and they they love it out there. There's you know courts popping up every everywhere, day and yeah, and just going everywhere. And so, like, I think uh, Austin's one of those kind of hotbeds right now, where obviously tons of uh, high level pros already are are there. Like you know, Ben and Colin are out there too, and um, mm-hmm. I think uh, with with all the pros, there's going to come more courts and more players, and it'll just be a really good spot to be. Yeah. I mean, Austin's a cool city. I was there for the first time uh, last year. It's young, it's tech, and there's a hippie vibe all at the same time. Um, Have have you found the best tattoo spot in Austin? Do you have a specific guy or gal that does your ink? Yeah. So in, in, uh, in Arizona, I definitely had like a spot, uh, Da Vinci tattoos where my guy Dan pump up, and, pump up. And, and my girl Shelby, they were always hooking me up with the tats, but in Austin, I haven't found anybody yet, you know, so I'm going to kind of take my time, find, find the right spot. Cause you know, you know, that's permanent, permanent art right there. So you gotta, gotta find the people you trust, but I'm already following like a bunch of people on Instagram trying to, trying to find right, my huh? next spot. So, you know, last a lot year, of, a lot of my so friends from, from college and stuff are big ink guys. And so once I tell them about Michael Lloyd tattoo pickleball, they're going to start following you too, man. We're going to get a nice following from uh, some people with some great ink. What was your first tattoo? Okay. My first tattoo, that was and like when? on my- How old were eight, you? I was on my 18th birthday. Okay. Um, I got this like little bear cub um, on my chest, on my left chest. And it was like for my mom. My mom like is obsessed with bears and like would call me like her little bear cub and stuff growing up. So it was just like- kind of, you know, homage to her and like nice. uh, something for me to like always, you know, keep her close by me. But yeah. I think that's awesome. Now, recently I saw you have a new deal, Stack Athletics. Let's talk about that. And then of course you're sponsored by Head. Do you have anything else maybe in the rumblings or any other sponsors that I missed? Yeah. So Head is, uh, you know, my, my sponsor for like my bag, my accessories, my, um, paddles of course and then my shoes and then stack is my new apparel sponsor um really talk about stack i hadn't heard about them yeah so stack's new um if you've heard of the pickler which is the indoor court facilities uh across the nation but basically based out of utah um they also own the pickler shop and then came out with uh stack last year and so stacks like pickleball specific apparel athletic apparel uh they also do off-court stuff as well and so I'm sponsored by them now uh, for for 2024. 
really, really like their stuff. Um, you know, they got me, you know, dripped out head to toe. And it's funny because I just, uh, this is my first tournament repping them. I was just walking around and like, I really couldn't go, you know, but 20 minutes without getting a compliment from somebody. So their stuff's great. Love it. Super comfortable. And then uh, doesn't help that, or doesn't hurt rather that, you know, everybody else thinks it looks good too. That's um, right. Folks, yeah. stack athletics, go get some. Do you got a promo code for the people or anything? Not yet. Getting it all set all right. up and then uh, I'll have my affiliate links and everything and, you know, throw it in the bio and all that stuff. But even now, you know, go, go jump on their website, check it out. They've got a great Instagram page and they're showing off all their stuff. And uh, they got some big stuff coming out in 2024 too. I'm, I've, I've seen out there on the uh, kind of the sneak peeks and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be some cool stuff. That is very cool. And then you can follow Michael Lloyd on the socials, Instagram, Facebook. He's out there. Is it at Michael Lloyd, right? Uh, Michael Lloyd PB. Michael Lloyd PB, folks. Make sure it's Michael Lloyd PB. You don't want that other Michael Lloyd. That could yeah, be the guy from, that, guy. Uh, that could be the guy who was in Back to the Future. You know, Doc, <laughs> yeah. Doc Brown or some shit like yeah. that. Whoop. <laughs> Let one slip. Sorry. Now, you carry your faith with you onto the court, which to me, I believe is awesome. Talk to me about that, Michael, and how important that is in your life. Yeah, faith for me is like is huge. Uh, I dedicated my life to Christ in um, November of 2023, so it's been a little bit over a year now, um, and it's just been honestly a complete game changer. It's really like taken me uh, from you know some dark spaces and given me like you know just something that I can constantly um, sort of rely on. I think I was a guy uh, prior to my faith that like my mood depended on my situation, right? Like mm -hmm. if I, if, if the things were in my life were good, if like my friends were good to me, if like my job was going well, if like whatever sport I was doing was great, then like I was great. And if not, then I wasn't, you know, I, I played collegiate tennis for, for five years and played at a high level, um, you know, a high level, obviously not like pro or anything like that, but was, was competitive in division one. I think anytime you're like playing at, at a coll collegiate level, tennis, baseball, whatever the sport, it's, it's ultra competitive. And whether it's D1, D2, D, is it even D3 anymore? Whatever they call it. I, I mean, that is serious competition. So that's nothing yeah. to look down on, but keep going. Yeah, for sure. And, um, for me, honestly, like there's a lot of times where like I would lose a big match and I would, I would be like depressed, like, like for, for weeks at a time. And it was like really tough. And then once I found my faith, it's like kind of completely different. Um, you kind of have this like joy with you that's like ever present you may not always be happy like sometimes you're going to be sad or mad or things like that but like that's i think right. it's like having that perspective of you know there's things bigger than me like um you know pickleball i always say is like it's not my my purpose but it's my platform and i get to talk about it and um it's uh it's really exciting but for me now i i just have like that good perspective and understanding like you know god's got me things are way bigger than my current right. situation and uh it's really helped so honestly now like i i sort of have this 20 minute rule where like if i if i lose or something like you know i want to feel those emotions and i want to like i want to be mad i want to be upset i, I, I want to go through that naturally and not like tell myself like oh i'm happy about a loss like because i'm not but I, I feel it for about 20 minutes and then you know i collect myself and i move on and uh i think that would have never happened without you know me having my faith and like having that um relationship with christ and Honestly, also the big thing for me is just like having that community, like, you know, being involved in a church and um, having those, you know, like-minded people around you to support you, help you when you're down and, and really, you know, keep you accountable in situations where you could, you could go down a, a dark path or you could like spiral and like be upset about things that, you know, really don't deserve that attention. 
And, um, you know, that's all been super integral for me and um, just this pickleball journey, but more importantly, like the journey of life. And uh, it's, it's been huge. So, yeah. No, I appreciate that. And for, for people who, who maybe, you know, need a little extra, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with, with finding a power greater than yourself, giving up a little to that power. Michael, I really appreciate you sharing that with me because I'm a spiritual soldier myself. I made some changes in my life a few years ago and I couldn't be happier about it. And to your point, L I F E is always coming at you and how we manage that. I'm a big fan of attitude and that attitude dictates everything that we do. But the important thing of, let's say you just got wiped out on the court, or let's say you started skateboarding and you're just falling down all the time, or you're riding your bike. Hey, it's not good, but you do need, I believe, to truly feel, experience the emotion through you. You have to let that happen so that you can carry it the next time, right? Because it makes you stronger. It makes you ready for that next moment, good, bad, indifferent. And I think as individuals, as people, we can be better for that. We give more to others. And like you said, you've got a great community out there. I just really think that's awesome. I wanted to make sure we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And like I said, I, I think like you don't always get to choose like what happens to you, but you get to choose how do you react to it. And um, that's right. That, that's really big for me is like, you know, we we all have hard lives. We all have like things that, you know, nobody knows about and things that we're going through. And, um, you know, I think like in order to, to really just like go about life in the best way, it's probably just, you know, give everybody else grace and uh, give yourself grace and uh, Love just it. try to try to move about it with, uh, you know, godly intentions. All right. We're going to move through the last part of this interview here. I'm here with Michael Lloyd on the show. Mickle Pod Pickle with Mickle. You ready for the speed round and fun stuff? Let's get it. All right, man. What kind of music? What's your favorite band? Favorite favorite artist? I'd probably have to say Bonavere, like Jack Johnson. Totally different vibes, but yeah. Those are totally different vibes. How do you get a pump up song out of that? What's a pump up song for Michael Lloyd? There's not a real pump up song. I like I like to get mellow right before. So like Jack. Okay, Johnson, you go the other way. For that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I've get a little got energy, and kind of transful before you get on the court. Yeah, yeah. Just like I like to, it to mellow out right before. All right. I like it. I like it. So I saw you got out of, was it Ottawa where you got your MBA in around, was that 2020? Uh, 2022. 2022. So I'm not going to carbon date you, but how old are you? About 22? 25. 25. Yeah. I did my undergrad at University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, and then I did my master's out at Ottawa. Very good. So 25. Okay. Have you ever watched a movie on VHS? For sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like all of my early memories, like we're, we're watching on VHS tapes back in the day. Like in my, I remember like my, my family room and everything. And I remember all the like orange Nickelodeon, like VHS tapes that we had. Like, all the tapes. In. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a little older than, than my boys. So you, obviously then you've listened to a CD. Do you still have any CDs? Uh, no CDs anymore. My brother actually has like a pretty extensive like vinyl collection. Uh, and I think my little sister has a couple mixed in there as well, but I don't think I have any CDs anymore, but definitely, you know, again, remember, you know, growing yeah, up yeah. on those. Yeah. You're in that good age. So you still had some of that, right? Now you never made a call on a yeah. payphone. I guarantee that. Uh, I, I have, but it was like for fun. Like, I didn't okay. to, you know what I mean? <laughs> like childhood celebrity crush, man. 
definitely would have to be Taylor Swift. So it's funny that she's like really come back around and is like this huge celebrity now. <laughs> but yeah, T Swift was the original crush. All right, Michael Lloyd and T Swizzle, current celebrity crush. It'd probably be Lily James or Ooh. Zendaya. Again, two Ooh, very different. Don't really have out. you know type, but you know beautiful women. And uh, Charlize yeah. Theron for me, man. There you can't okay. go wrong with Charlize Theron. That's a good pick. That's a good. It's pick. a solid pick. I can't. I won't move away from it. I won't. <laughs> favorite food? What's your favorite food? Oh, I love like love Vietnamese food. Love all Asian Ooh. dishes, but like Vietnamese is probably at the top there. Like you know anything but like you know love the traditional like pho and a bon mi awesome would you love to get over have now speaking of vietnamese indonesia the asian part of the world have you traveled over there would you like to not, not yet vietnam is definitely like on the top of my list of like places i'd love to go to like would love to like you know try some authentic vietnamese like while i'm over there and everything and uh yeah would love to visit asia if pickle ever takes me there i'll be extremely grateful because that would uh, be a dream it might take you there because there's a lot of pickle being played all over the world will you have any chances to go abroad for pickle this year or is it all going to be stateside uh yeah a couple of things i'm looking at there's some clinics out in spain and brazil um that i may may go out and and do and get to play some tournaments uh out in spain uh if i if i do get to go out there so that'd be great looking at those and um, shout out to my boy Brandon Lane because he's kind of giving me the what opportunity. Up, Brandon so Lane, we'll, we'll see if I if I get to get out there. Awesome, that would be so cool, man. Have you been in, out of the country before? Uh, just to just to Canada and Mexico. Um, that doesn't so, count. Yeah, I would like to get out of North America and just see what else is out there. Right on, right on. Favorite ice cream flavor? It's probably birthday cake. Uh, Ooh, love ice man, cream. you are giving me some good curveballs. A birthday cake. All right, I like that one. It's a great flavor. I love all ice cream. So like I'm an ice cream like guy, dude. So yeah, I mean, if like I come down to Austin, child right there. I've got I if if I come down to Austin, one we'll play some pickleball too. Now I know we got to go get some some ice cream together. We'll find some local place, but I got something coming up that you got to do and you got to go grab Monroe next time you find him cuz I bet he hasn't gone there after I told him about it too. But we're going to keep moving. Last okay. series binged watched. Last series? Last series you've been watched on TV, yeah. I'm a big anime Netflix guy, like so uh, it'd probably be like um, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is like mm-hmm. one of the newer animes. But uh, are you an anime I guy? Love so many different animes. I mean, yeah. So that's nice. definitely my my jam right there. All right, very cool, very cool. I'll ask you this one now: being an anime guy, but you still have to have an opinion on Arnold or Stallone. Who's your guy? I think uh, guy goes Stallone, right? Right on. Hey, man, you can't go wrong with either answer. That's the beauty of Pickle with Mickle, man. I'm setting you up for just cream puffs. You're smashing them right down the court. <laughs> there you go. Other sports, football, basketball, baseball, what do you like? Uh, basketball. Basketball was like my first sport. Huge Mavericks fan. Uh, nice. Huge Dallas everything fan. Cowboys fan, Rangers fan. So having right. a good year so far, you know, with the Rangers and the Cowboys doing good. And then obviously the Mavs as well, so. Mavs were not too kind to the Suns. Mavs and Suns, big rivals. I can remember being in Dallas on a sales trip in my son's jersey in like the biggest Mavs bar down there. It was playoffs. It was awesome. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. So the same time I was in a in an Arizona bar with my my Luca jersey on going wild while everybody's basically just cursing me out because we got that series. So 
That's great. <laughs> That's so cool, man. And all right. So pro teams, we already covered it. Mavericks, Cowboys. I'm on the other side of you there. I'm a Redskins or Commanders fan. But that's okay. We can still okay. get along. Go ahead and call your shot. Are the Cowboys doing it all this year? You know, if I'm a Cowboys fan, they're, they're doing it this year. They're doing it every year, baby. Every year, baby. But they got to break through this year, right? I feel like it. CD's doing an obviously historical thing. First of all, he's Hopefully. amazing. Yeah, he's just and I will give a special, props a special to, type to of players guy. who are good, like CD Lamb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's well, impressive. You- like, we're honestly running – a crazy majority of our offense through him and he's uh, just continuing to hold up. So hopefully that holds true. Well, and on the other side of the ball, that defense is, is awesome, man. I love Micah Parsons. He's a predator back there. You got the other digs. He might be, is he still hurt? I can't remember. Yeah. I think he's still hurt. Talk about, yeah. Trade yeah might. At any rate, iPhone or other phone, what kind of, what's your tech? Are you an iPhone guy or are you an Android guy? iPhone for sure. Gotta, All right. Gotta, gotta, gotta have the blue dots. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Now, here's the big question for you. Now, you haven't been in Austin for too long. Do you like donuts? Love donuts. Are you going to hit me up about voodoo or what? I'm going to hit you about Round Rock, 25 okay. miles north of Austin. Okay. Well, I'm actually go not to... too. I'm, I'm on the north side, so I'll, I okay. can definitely check that out. You have to check out Round Rock Donuts. Go get the Texas side donut the texas size donut michael you can fit it on your paddle for crying out loud the thing's huge okay i'm writing it down right now when i was talking to monroe i'm like you got to go get one of these donuts and take a picture of you eating it okay i'll set i'll set up the sesh with monroe and i'll bring him a donut and if i come down to austin we'll all go okay sounds like a deal. try to make that happen this year but you're traveling a lot you're playing a lot of pickle which is awesome i'm here with michael lloyd it's friday we're getting you into your weekend with Pickleball Pro, Michael Lloyd. Last question for you. Have you heard of pickle gating, and will you support the movement? I have not heard of pickle gating, so I'm interested for you to explain it to me real quick. Well, pickle gating is a relative of tailgating. And the importance okay. of pickle gating at pickle events is to obviously bring people together like the fastest growing sport does. Now, the unique thing is, Michael, you can pickle gate before the event. You can even pickle gate Apres said event, right? Maybe you got some people in the beer bracket. You want to pickle gate for them. Maybe you just want to pickle gate ahead of time. But this movement is you're going to see this thing taken off at tournaments around the country this year. Why not have a little dink in the parking lot before you go in? I mean, what kind of pickle gating foods do you want to bring? But if you'll support the movement, you send me a address offline and I'm going to send you a pickle gating t shirt and you can support the movement. Yeah, 100% support the movement. Love if the, the crowd's rowdy, and I think the, the pickle gating will only add to the rowdiness. Go ahead and plug some stuff. Michael Lloyd, 2024. Pickleball Pro was just out at the Masters, got through round of 16, had a great match in there, doubles. He's playing great. He's a great guy. You got to follow him on socials. Stack Athletics, head. Go ahead. Yeah, and follow me, Michael Lloyd PB, and then. You know, shout out to the Center Court Pickleball as well. One of my my former sponsors. We're we're parting ways as I'm moving to Austin, but really good people over there, and I think they're going to do special things out in 2024. So wanted to give them a shout out as well. I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because if you want to be at the center of the action here in Arizona, you have to find the Center Court Pickleball near you. The one near me is in Gilbert. I'll be there, and they're building three others. They're also putting on a tournament down at Gilbert Regional Park. You think you might find your way down there at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll be out there. This weekend? All right. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll find you down there this weekend. I'll bring you a shirt. How about that? 
Sounds great. All right, buddy. Hey, I really appreciate you making some time for me. I'm here with Mickle. I am Mickle Moore. I'm here with Mike, <laughs> my guest, Michael Lloyd. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Michael, thank you so much. I am pumped to start the weekend. Maybe I'll try some birthday cake ice cream. Maybe y'all can run into us out at Gilbert Regional Park. Whatever you do this weekend, stay safe, stay hydrated, and I'll see all y'all right here next time for more.